Jesus, you're worthy, Lord. So worthy. Oh, you're the Prince of Peace, Master. You are that which satisfies the soul, Lord. Lord, you're the only one that can fill us up, Lord. You're the only one, Lord, that can help us. Dear Master, we come to you tonight asking for more grace, more grace, Jesus. You are the living God. And we put our trust in you tonight, Jesus. Without you, Lord, we can do nothing, Lord. But with you, Lord, all things become possible. Precious Holy Spirit, have your way amongst your saints tonight. Use this vessel. Articulate the love of God tonight through this earthen vessel tonight. Be glorified, King Jesus, as you speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, Jesus loves you so much, so much. The reason I know that is because he told me that. He said, I got uh, something I want you to say for me to the people tonight. Uh, Something that uh, he's deeply concerned about. And that is uh, what Brother Ennis said he was struggling with. Fear, worry. God does not want us bound with that. Matter of fact, he died on the cross that we could be free from that. There's a lot of people, myself included, who have struggled in those areas. Fear and worry. But the Lord wants to minister to you tonight. He wants to give you freedom tonight from that. He wants to touch that place in you that will deliver you from that thing once and for all. Go with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 6. Verse 24, the Bible says the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give you peace. That's the Lord's heart tonight. He wants you to really and truly, once and for all, experience his shalom peace. It's his purpose in going to the cross. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. He bore 
the penalty of sin. And part of the penalty of sin was that we wouldn't have peace. But Jesus not only set us free from sin, but he set us free from torment in our souls and the fear that comes with it. He wants us to know that tonight. I don't know how long I'm going to preach tonight, but he did tell me he wants to minister to you in prayer. And we're going to spend enough, have enough time left in this to do that. He wants to touch you. He loves you. And he cares about everything that you care about. He really and truly does. Those things that you, when you go to bed at night and you can't sleep, he cares about those things. And he doesn't want you to be burdened with those things. So tonight, if you'll let him, if you'll let him, he'll minister to you and he'll set you free. I know he will, because he told me he would. So just release yourself to him tonight and, and, and let him speak to you. Let him minister to your, your torment. That's what he said, that your torment. Some of, you, some of us are being tormented by fear and by some things that we can't control. But he wants to set you free. The knowledge of the Lord is what causes freedom. When we understand our covenant right to these things, then we can receive those, th those things that the, that the covenant offers. Let's go to John chapter 10, very familiar scripture. Very familiar scripture. John chapter 10. Jesus talking. He's talking to you tonight. He's talking to me tonight. He says, the thief cometh not but for the steal. Talking about the devil. He's the one that brings that torment. He's the one that brings that worry. He's the one that brings that doubt. The thief cometh not but for the steal and to kill, and to destroy. But he says, but I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Satan wants to steal your peace and your joy. That's what he comes to do. He knows that God loves you, and he doesn't want you and I to enjoy God. God says he wants his people to be free so that he can enjoy them and so that they can enjoy him. That's the main reason that we should want to be free from fear. So we can know God better. So we can experience intimacy with him. And so tonight, that's why he's going to do what he's going to do tonight for you. So that you can have a closer walk with him. Free from the torment. Free from the worry. Free from the stress of life. Because life can bring that. But he didn't die that we experienced that. He says, I come that you might have abundant life. And, 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 and abundant life is not stress and worrying about the bills. It's not worrying about your body. Whether or not the... The doctor's report is good or bad. He's already taken care of all that, by the way. He's already set us free. But he wants us to experience that abundant life. But we don't do it unless 
we begin to learn to rest in Him. Just learn to turn it over to Him. He's the only one that can do anything about it anyway. And that's what He wants us to experience tonight. But we, we recognize that it's the devil that is the one that comes to steal that peace. So there's some things that we have to do on purpose in order to be free. We have to stand against the enemy. We have to demand our freedom. One thing about the enemy is he will not just grant freedom. Freedom must be taken. The Bible said that the violent, they take it by force. You've got to take your joy. You've got to take your peace. You've got to demand your freedom. God has already given to us these things, but these things have to be received by faith. And so God wants us to know tonight that that abundant life is available. Now, as I stated, some things we have to know about the enemy and this fear that I'm talking about. Fear is a spirit. Okay? Fear is a personality. That uh, fear that you experience and that I experience, it's not only inside of you. Because the Bible says that God has not given you a spirit of fear. Every fear that we encounter, it comes from the outside. And so, therefore, fear has a personality. You and I are called to uh, confront the enemy when he comes against us. So again, the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So you have the power or the authority in Christ to stand against fear. When you sense it coming upon you, you have the authority to tell it to go. You have the authority in Jesus' name to command it to go. Don't let it torment you. Stand against fear. Again, it is a spirit. But there's a greater spirit than the spirit of fear, and that's the spirit of God. And he lives on the inside of you. So the moment you begin to feel or experience that fear, go against it with the word of God. Begin to speak out of your mouth. God has not given me a spirit. Speak to that fear. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Get out of here, fear, in Jesus' name. You have to do that. There's some things that we have to do on purpose if we're going to maintain our freedom. A lot of times we know these things in our head, but we don't really know these things in our heart because we, do, we don't act on these things. But don't just use, don't just, uh, you know, have this, have this uh, information in your head. Begin to actually command that spirit of fear to leave. As I said, you know, we're going to pray tonight. Uh, 
And, and God is going to touch you. I know He is. He's going to touch you. But after we pray and that spirit of fear leaves you, how many of y'all know He'll try to come back? I mean, that's just how the devil is. He'll, he'll, he'll try to come back. And when he comes back, you have to have something to confront him with. You can't just sit there and let him come back. You have to say, no, I told you to leave. And you command him to leave. And he will. He'll leave. Don't entertain him anymore. Like I say, we can pray, but, but it's going to be up to us after we pray to stand against that fear. And to confront it in the name of Jesus. Okay? That's what a lot of people don't do. They, you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll get prayed for, and then we don't have the uh, understanding that we can, that, we're, that the enemy's going to come back, and that we, we're called to stand against that fear when it comes back. Luke chapter 10. Let's go there. Luke chapter 10. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Power, love, and a sound mind. Begin to learn to speak that when you sense that fear. Now, Jesus gives us information here that will help us to be able to do that. He says in verse 19 of chapter 10, Behold, or look, look, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. The Bible says that nothing shall by any means hurt you. You know, one of the things that the devil likes to do, he, like, he likes to threaten us, don't he? He likes to tell us, you know, what's going to happen to us. You know, he's going to tell us, you know, that all these, these diseases out there that is ripping and running around in the world today, the Zika virus and all that kind of stuff, that he's going to put it on you. How many of y'all ever had that kind of torment? He's going to give you cancer, and he's going to give you this and give you that. But tell him, you have to be ready to tell him out of your mouth, nothing shall by any means hurt me. you got to speak it. Because that spirit of fear, he wants you to entertain that thought. He wants you to entertain that thought, and then it becomes a part of you, you see, when you entertain it. But when you resist it at the beginning, then you hit loses its hold on you or its power against you. But you must begin to resist it. So that's why Jesus, Jesus makes it very perfectly clear. He says, I give you authority to do that. Okay? I give you authority to do that. You have the right to do that when that spirit comes against you. And he says, do it. Don't just talk about doing it. Do it. Because it's important that we stand our ground. Now, let's go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. I have, uh, in my life, since I've been a believer, struggled in this area with fear. And uh, I know how tormenting it can be. It's one of those things, it's, it's really the devil's master spirit. 
That's the main one he'll try to sin, particularly when you're really trying to do something for God. He'll really come against you then with that spirit because he doesn't want you to progress spiritually. He wants to stop you from going into your destiny. And the spirit of fear is the main thing that he'll use against you to try to persuade you that you can't make it. Now, Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. And that's what we're going to have to do. We've got to develop a real trust in Jesus. And the way that you do that, the way that I do that, the way that all of us are going to have to do that is develop an intimacy with Jesus, a real intimacy with him. Tell him that you're afraid. Tell him what you're afraid of. Tell him the things that's going on in your soul. Explain to him. He already knows, but he wants you to tell him about these things so that then he can minister his grace in that area to you. Okay? That's what intimacy is about. It's being unashamed to tell Jesus that this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm feeling. Lord, will you help me? And you know, every time that anybody comes to Jesus for anything, he always says, I'm willing I want to help you. I want, I, I want to minister to that hurt. I want to minister to that, to that pain. I want to minister to that fear. And he'll do it. He'll do it. But, but, but we have to be intimate enough to him, with him to be able to tell him that. So prayer is essential. Time alone with God. If you're struggling with fear, if you're struggling with doubt, if you're struggling with worry, Time alone with God really is the only cure for that. The Word of God and time spent with Him in His presence, worshiping Him. Letting Him know that you're my shepherd. Letting Him know that you're my rock. Letting Him know that you're my shield, Jesus. God likes that when you talk to Him like that. It gets His attention when you talk to Him like that because it it, it demonstrates to Him humility. You see? The Bible said he, he resists the proud, but he'll give grace to the humble. See? So when we recognize that he is, because in ourselves, we're, we're no match for the devil. How many of y'all know we're no match for the devil with us in ourselves? But in him, in Christ, the devil cannot defeat us ever. Okay? So, so but, but, but we have to become, uh, have enough humility to admit that to the Lord, that it is not my education. It's not my this or that. It's the only thing that's going to take me and deliver me from my enemy is you, Jesus, and my faith in your will to do so. Let's go to Matthew chapter 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I remember when I first, uh, well, actually, this was before I got born again. I was living out there in the medical center. And uh, I was downstairs watching TV one night in my apartment. 
And uh, out of nowhere, this thing came on me and had me trying to swallow my tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like I was having a seizure. I mean, out of nowhere. And uh, I couldn't catch my breath. And I was like, well, what's going on? But I cried out. I didn't know Jesus as my Savior or nothing. But, but I cried out. I said, somebody help me, just like that. And that feeling started to subside. Well, it freaked me out. Because <laughs> the next day got even more weird. I woke up, and I felt like I had been in a fight. My body was sore. And it was demons. I, that's what I found out later on. It was demons. Demons was coming against me. Um, if you ever experience anything like that, maybe some of you have, understand that it's the devil, and he, he's trying to assassinate your future. That's what he's trying to do. And he's because he, he, he sees where you're going. And see, he wants to intimidate you before you get there. See, that's what he does. And that's what he's trying to do to me. Because he saw where I, that one day I was going to get saved, and he knew that uh, he needed to strike some fear in me of him at that point. But Jesus is good because he didn't let him kill me because that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to kill me. So Jesus says, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. He said, I will give you rest. He's so good. He, he, he wants to be the one. You know what I mean? He wants to be the only one. You see? He said, I, I'll give you the rest. You, you're looking for rest everywhere else except me. He says, I will give, your deliverance, my deliverance will only be maintained as I recognize that he's my rest. And I come to him on a consistent basis for that rest. Because he's the only one that can provide it. So I got to come to Jesus on a regular basis. I got I to spend time. Like I say, I, and this is the, the, the main thing I want you to see tonight. I got to spend some time with this man in order for him to do what he wants to do in my heart. He says, I'll give you rest. And, 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 and every time you come to him, you can be assured that you're going to be changed. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be empowered. You're going to lose uh, that restlessness and begin to experience his peace. He says here, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. That, that's what that intimacy does. You begin to learn about him. You begin to learn about his love for you and how he'll never, ever let any weapon formed against you prosper. Doesn't matter what that weapon is. He won't let it prosper. He watches over his word to perform it. 
His word is forever settled in heaven, you see. It doesn't matter what that lying devil is telling you. Understand that you got to understand that Jesus is on your side. Makes all the difference in the world when you really understand. You got to really understand that, though. Or that spirit of fear will overtake you. But when you understand that he's on your side, you won't fear. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And then he said, you'll find rest for your soul. That's what I like about Jesus. You know, he's he not going to make fun of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> when, I, when I come to him with my fear, he, he won't make fun of me. He won't turn me away either. He'll love me into peace. I don't know about you, but I, I mean, he's had to do that so many times for me. He's had, he's had to, he's had to hold me so many times. Have, how many of y'all been there before? We lose that peace when we don't spend time with him, though. So we have to spend time with him. So after we pray tonight, after God begins to minister to you, like I say, he is going to minister to you. But do not then neglect your time with him because that's how you remain free. That's, that's how you stay free, you see. Because the devil don't play fair. He don't play fair. He's serious about his job. Take my yoke upon you. Take his yoke. Let the Lord minister to you on a personal level. On a personal level. Quiet time with him. Let's go to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. You know, these, this was one of the first verses of Scripture that I learned when I got saved. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. <laughs> he said, let not your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. So I got something to do with this. I, I have a part to play in this. He's not going to just do all of it himself. But I have to allow that word, his word, to dwell in my heart to such a degree that my heart won't become troubled because I know the truth. He said when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. So my heart won't be troubled if I know the truth. So that's how I, I, I resist fear because I know the truth and my heart won't be troubled. He says, you believe in God. He says, believe also in me. Let's jump on down to verse 27. Peace I leave with you. <laughs> my peace I give unto you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Peace I leave with you. You know, that's one of the things that uh, he bequeathed to us, he gave to us in his last will and testament, was his peace. He says, I'm, I'm leaving that with you. 
Now, he left a lot of other things with us, but he, he, he wants us to really understand that that peace is always available because it's a covenant blessing. It's something that we can always depend on. He says, not, not, not has the world give it, give out unto you. In other words, the only way we can really experience this shalom peace that he's talking about is by approaching him on a regular basis. If saints would really seek him, and that's what, that's what he wants you to know tonight, if you just would seek him on a regular basis, that peace would be yours on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. I was riding to work this morning, and I was talking to the Lord. He had really ministered to me before I left the house. You begin to, because I was troubled about some things. And uh, as I was riding in the car, all of a sudden, this divine peace just came upon me. I can't really understand that kind of peace. He says it, it passes all understanding, you know what I mean? But it just came upon me, and all that stuff that was trying to pull me down and trying to make me uncomfortable, all that stuff just fell off. My God. How many of y'all could use some of that? Just, I mean, that, just, that, just that peace that just, just takes everything away. All that stress, all that tormenting your mind, all that worry about your future, it just leaves when his peace shows up. And I was like, Lord, this is so good. <laughs> this is so, so very good. And it's available to us every day if we'll allow it. If we'll just allow it. He loves you and I so much. I don't have words to really articulate it. But he loves you. And he wants us to know that tonight. He wants us to know it. And, and, and that peace is just, it's right there. Just ask him, Lord, peace, your peace, Lord. Give me your peace. Give me your joy, Lord. Minister to me, Jesus. He loves to minister. Minister to me. Help me. Strengthen me. Calm the storm in my soul. Bless me, Lord. This is who we serve. This is who we serve. He's the Prince of Peace, the Bible calls him. He longs that we could experience it. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I'll close... First Peter.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're such a loving Jesus. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. So this humility is part of the process. We have to we have to allow humility to be a part of our garment. For God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble, to those who admit that they need him on a moment-by-moment basis. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Casting all of your care upon him, for he careth for you. Even tonight, let's, let's begin to do that in our mind tonight. Let's begin to take that care. You know, that stress that get in your shoulder, that stress that get in your, in your neck. He said, take that tr- stress and cast it. Give it to him. Throw it to him. Give it to him. Cast it to him. Hallelujah. Some of y'all need to just practice doing that. Grab that stress, grab that worry, and just give it to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't that feel good? Just, 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 and then don't take it back. Leave it with him. Leave it with him tonight. Hallelujah. As I said, I, 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 I believe the Lord wants me to pray for people tonight. I know that's what he told me. He said, I, I want to I touch them tonight. I want to touch them. So anybody who wants prayer tonight, you don't have to talk about what, you, you know, what stress you're under or whatever. And, uh, you just, he just wants to touch you. He knows. He knows how you feel. He knows the things that you're going through. So if there's a need for prayer tonight, God wants to minister to you. Amen. 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 Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, begin to minister, Lord. Begin to minister, Lord. Begin to minister, Lord. Begin to minister. If you want to be set free, he'll set you free tonight. He'll set you free tonight. Don't go home with it. Don't go home with it. Let him minister to you tonight. Let him touch you tonight. Let him bless you tonight. Help me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
minister, Lord, deep into his soul, Lord. Begin to touch those places, Lord. Begin to touch those places, Lord. Those places that only you can go to, Jesus. Rivers of living water. Begin to give him rivers of living water, Jesus. Where that dryness is, Lord, begin to minister to that. That pain, Lord, begin to minister to that pain tonight. Begin to minister, Lord God, to that that emptiness. Begin to open him up, Lord Jesus, to your grace and love like never before. He loves you, my brother. He loves you so much. He loves you so much that he bore all that on the cross. Set him free forever, Lord. Set him free. Speak to that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. I speak to that spirit of stress right now in the name of Jesus. And I command you to leave right now in Jesus' name. Jesus. Begin to replace that, that stress and that worry with joy and peace, Lord. Your peace, Jesus. Your peace, Lord Jesus. Jesus' name. God bless you, my brother. He loves you. He, he loves you. And I love you too. Amen, amen, amen. Father God, I just pray just a corporate peace upon your people tonight. I pray, God, that you'll begin to speak to your people, Lord God concerning your divine love for them, your divine provision for them, Lord. That everything that they'll ever need has already been purchased by your blood. Cause them, Lord God, give them an unction to come to you when they're troubled and when they're afraid. Cause them, Lord God, to call upon you, the only one who can help. Glorify yourself as you do so, Jesus. We love you tonight. And we thank you tonight for your ministry and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Yes. Jesus' name. You may be dismissed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.